Hello, this is Slack TV. And welcome to another podcast. Today we're going to be doing the uh, European Cup version. What we're going to do is going to we're going to do some prediction. And I got myself and two other members of Slack TV who's going to do some prediction today. I got my first guest. He's a Chelsea fan and he would be introducing himself now uh, and his name is Dixon bro. Dixon bro, introduce yourself. So my name is Dixon bro and I'm a Chelsea fan and I'm from Reading Berkshire RG2. And from my prediction, I believe that the best chance falls to Portugal. For uh for me the biggest upset's going to be France losing the next round because uh because they have uh because they have created so many good players that they're going to fumble on the next round that's what things going to happen but uh let me describe this in further detail but I'm going to pass it on to the second guest Bishal Charlie say uh, who's also RG He's also RG2. RG2. Woo woo. So, yeah, the microphone is on checking. Uh my prediction is uh or not prediction, but I want this to happen. I want Belgium to win the Euros. But looking at the current situation, they're still strong, but I think Italy have been outperforming. So, as it stands, I'm still going to stick with Belgium to win. Not going to be easy. But I think Belgium's got this and uh in terms of like other teams uh the quality like Dixander said something about France not gelling up yet. So I think that's going to be their biggest downfall. It's taking too long for them to get started. Uh other than that, yeah, I think uh for me what do you think is the dark horse? The dark horse is definitely it, it was hungry before they got beat. And now I think uh out of nowhere I I'm not going to say Portugal anymore because they've already won it and I don't it's hardly very rare chance that they're going to do it twice. But yeah, I think Belgium still the dark horse man. They're like a horse but you know, white and dark both sides. But yeah, I'm going to pass it on to Sharan to let's see what he has to say. Uh in terms of his predictions. So basically I actually asked you guys to just introduce yourself but you guys just went on and did, did your prediction. <laughs> well that's fine. So actually the podcast is going to start now. So <laughs> <laughs> So basically uh so w- that was yeah that was my question f- that would have been my first question that who would win the pre- uh European Cup 2020. Play chess man. Uh, yeah. And Dixon said it's going to be Belgium, uh, Portugal, Portugal, and Bishal uh, Broy saying uh, Belgium. But my favorite would be Italy, because the way they are playing right now, they are in next level. It yes. might it might be because they are playing a very bad team at the moment, but I don't know. It might it might be that case. But the way they are playing, uh, the total football, uh, it it feels like they are more like a Premier League team like Manchester City or Barcelona type 
gameplay is quite uh, interesting to see for international team because usually international team they usually uh, play together only once in once in a blue like uh, as a team whereas in the when you are in a club they usually uh, week in week out they are training together and everything whereas for the international you hardly have a time to gel together or know each other but the way the Italy team are playing it's not about like an individual team rather than individual players rather than uh, they're playing like a team that's why I would slightly lean towards Italy uh, and I yes, quite they have to play so so basically they have to play Portugal they have to play Belgium on the same side of the, the, of the no. so do you think they're going to beat those guys uh, we, we will come back to that one but right now what I'm telling as a team uh, which one do you reckon is is the best one has the best chance of winning it but we will come back to that one but for now uh, so we have picked all our favorite at the moment which is Dixon Bro Portugal Pichal uh, Bro Belgium uh, myself it be but I want England to win but we, that is not gonna happen <laughs> uh, it's coming home it's coming home so football's coming home I hope I hope it coming it comes home, but I don't I don't reckon Southgate got that. I think they're gonna get beat, man. By, uh, yeah, so Southgate is basically Oli, but he's the international boss of Oli. So we have a faith on him to do well, but yes, but he's not gonna do well. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah? He starts mount on the wing. He yeah, so he basically benches Sancho, who's one of the best players in Germany. He benches him. <laughs> literally makes no sense because yeah it makes no sense yeah um, so yeah that's, that's let me have one uh, rant literal yeah rant on uh, Southgate. Southgate and the English team that like, they usually perform good when they play in qualifiers because they play against teams like San Marino or Lithuania or something like that and they score like five whatever six three one nil you know two nil it's easy games for them and they get overhyped saying, oh, this is our World Cup, we're going to do well. And every time when they come to international stage, they have underperformed. And it's always been the same case every single tournament, no matter which players. But this one, uh, yeah, the team selection from Southgate, man. Hey, Southgate, if you're listening, please, man, please. You can't start Declan Rice <laughs> and Calvin Phillips together. Yeah. Come on. Are you that scared, man? Are you that scared? Are you that scared of like who against you? You were playing Scotland and you were playing, you know, it's not even like the crazy teams. You're not playing Mbappe, Pogba, Kante. You're not playing any of those, not Griezmann. So, you know what? I think you should look at your team sheet. Just put one, put Henderson, get two of them out, put Sancho, start Grealish. You have to start Grealish, man. And Sancho as Bench well. Kane. And then nah, Kane, Kane, like, I, nah, Kane I still like, Kane I still like. And then put Saka, he's done well, man. Saka's done really well. So just sort that team out. I think Germany, biggest hurdle if we get through. And they're going to try go for 1-0 again, which is going to be shit to watch. But if, you, if they get through, maybe they might. there's a big chance so that they're going to get into... Uh, five players to basically put like yeah, he subs two players every game. He's got five choices. He, yeah, he makes two subs every game. Listen, makes no sense. He's got three extra subs to use for the whole game, but he doesn't do that. Why doesn't he do that, Sean? 
I got no idea. I don't know what goes in his head. But as an England fan, we all are very frustrated how the way he's sitting up the team. I got no clue why Sancho is not starting. I got no clue why two defensive midfield player has to start. Against, uh, against yeah. a crap team, and if it's a good team, then yeah, you gotta. What's like your starting line for England? Like your, uh, so your ideal starting line for England. So our next question is: What should be the starting ideal st starting line, strongest starting lineup for the England should be? And my would be Harry Kane obviously at front, and I would go for Saka, Grealish as a number ten, and. About about Sterling, the way he's playing is he's, he's he's not contributing anything apart from scoring the goals. So, yeah, which is the most important bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, he's not contributing anything to the team. That's the only thing he's doing at the moment. But you know what? What I'm gonna say? Drop him and bring Sancho in. Yeah. Yeah, either either Sancho or Fondo, Fondon has Foden has to come in, and for the midfield, I would take out either Ke Kevin Wright, Philip, Kevin Phillips. Uh, one has to start, and next to him, will will I go for Henderson? Yes. Yeah, Henderson. He looked good when he came in. Yeah, the way the pass he was. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you could, uh, so you could have Jordan Henderson, <laughs> Mount, and have oh, uh, you, Mount. Yeah, Mount. Have good shot. Good shot. Good shot. So you could have this here, Mount, one, one, um, Henderson, and Rice as the three. Uh, yeah, the three midfield. Then the starting. My ideal choice for starting would be uh, uh, starting with Jackie. So with Jackie Grealish on the left, and he's gonna tuck in. And on the right is going to be Saka, and on the and the striker is going to be Kane. But, but yeah, the biggest buzz, yeah. So Kane needs to be benched at half time for Foden. I think the thing with uh, Harry Kane is like he need to score the goal. I think once he, he scores the goal, he needs yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we can adopt uh, Sean for like one game or something yeah. just to boost his confidence. He needs to see Son or Son's face or something. <laughs> Not his son, but Son mean. But the thing is, uh, Harry Kane is our biggest star. He has to start, man. Yeah. He has to start, and if he scores, I think the confidence is gonna go come back. And yeah, yeah. You just need one. Uh, yeah, exactly. Get that back. So we got Harry Kane. He was like a top scorer the whole season last year. Top scorer and get it? Uh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the top scorer last season. Yeah. Passing sideways, most of the time it's always just sideways within the own half. So, how is Harry Kane going to do anything if you're playing like that? So, I think they need to be, they need to take risk, move the ball forward, man. Every third ball needs to be vertical. True. 
That's just it. like uh, Spain, what they do. I heard. Uh, ex- t- tell us about the. So, this is the Cruyff uh, era, and this was implemented in in Barcelona as well when they were playing tiki taka. So every third ball has to go forward. So you can pass touch one, two, but the third ball, no matter where it is, where what you're doing, it has to be vertical. And I think England needs to do something like that. Take risk, man. If you don't take risk, like the way Pogba finds Mbappe, that's just pure luck at times, right? But he knows that if he pings the ball forward, there will be Mbappe or someone running or Griezmann. So England, they're definitely because they got quality striker, man. Harry Kane is amazing, but he just needs that service. I think he needs to touch the ball more. Yeah, I think the bottom line is if in our game on Tuesday against Germany, if he picks two defensive midfield, I think it's over, man. For me, I think it is over. Like, he's giving too much respect. Germany's also quality midfielders. Uh, because they're going to have Muller, they're going to have... Um, You're always going to lose a midfield battle against those guys, man. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Tuli Krusilici is one of the best midfielders in the world. Yes, yeah. So you can't compete with Tuli Krusilici at all. I totally agree. But I think we should play to our strength, which is we got so many talents. Sancho, man, like he he's bossing the uh, German league, like he's scoring goals. Sancho has to start the game because he's a German player as well. Yeah, yeah so they're playing Germany, so Makes sense. Sancho has to start the game. Uh, he can probably like decode the language as well when they speak yeah. German. This guy can be like, oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna pass forward sideways, whatever. And another thing I don't understand is when uh, Harry Kane comes off, he tend to bring in Rashford rather than Calvin Lewis, who is like much more of a striker, isn't it? Like he's in terms of how big he is and the way he kind of substitution. Exactly. So that I don't understand. I think in the next game, if he does, like a winger kind of player for me, yeah. Oh yeah, like he should like sort of like go to like the three, so side three. So he's not like a sort of like proper striker for me. He's a marker right Rashford is he's more like a false man kind of player, man, but it's yeah, yeah. not like the ideal choice to bring as a sub. Okay, that's it. So I think the more we talk about England, the, we're gonna, the more we're going to complain. So we're just going to end this topic right now. Now we're going to focus on our prediction for our round of 16. So Dixon, can you bring out the uh, fixtures, what we have? I think today is 26th of uh, June. So this is the first knockout phase of round of 16. So what we're going to predict now is... Uh, today's game, uh, five o'clock, Wales versus Denmark. I'm going for Wales, two 0 What about you, Dixon, bro? Uh, so, so for me, Wales are going to win this game by one goal, and the goal is going to be scored from Gareth Bale. Okay. The Bissal, bro, your prediction? I think it'll be nil nil, full time, and then it's going to go to extra time. Uh, and it's tricky, but I think Wales will just just snatch it. It's going to be a very tight one because Denmark they came back after Ericsson's yeah. uh, you know hard hard failure and whatever happened. It's quite sad to see, but I think they they've come back and they they're solid as a team. So it's not going to be easy. it's going to be like a team battle both ways. Ah. I think it's not more. There's not individuals as such except Gareth Bale that stands out. More like a e- and then uh, extra time Wales to win one nil. It's more like a evenly balanced team, isn't it? Both of them. I think the key would be the uh, combination between Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale because they 
tend to understand each other. That's what they did against uh, in the second game where they won the game where it was a pass from Gareth Bale and it was the score from Aaron Ramsey. So I think that would be the key. So three of us agree that uh, Wales going to win this game. So we're going to move on to second game, which is the game between Italy and Australia. Is it, Dixon, bro? Is it Italy and Australia? Uh, second game. Next game is Italy and yes. So Italy and Australia at eight o'clock today. So I'm very impressed with how Italy is pay- playing so far. So my prediction for this one would be three 0 Italy. What about you, Dixon, bro? I believe. So I believe this game is going to be easy for Italy. Uh, it will probably be three one to Italy because they uh, uh, because they have the form from the group stages because they won all of the three games. So I think it's going to be a nice, easy three one game for them. Three three. Uh, and yeah, it will be comfortable for them to, to win Immobile or whatever, he's going to score one, definitely. Nice. Yeah, so we all agree with uh, this one as well. Nice and easy, Wales and Italy to advance to quarter-final. So we're going to go to the game from tomorrow, which is between? Uh, the next one is between... Uh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so the next one between uh, Belgium and Portugal and... Czech Republic and Netherlands. So the first one is going to be Czech Republic and Netherlands at 5 o'clock and Belgium, Portugal, which is a big game at 8 o'clock tomorrow. So my prediction for Netherlands and Czech Republic would be, I think it's going to be a tight game. People think, people think that uh, Netherlands are a very good team, this and that, but I think with Van Dijk missing behind the, at the back, they are still a suspect and I don't think I I think they're going to win this game but it's going to be a very tight one so I believe it's going to be a tight one 2-1 again uh, to Netherlands what about you Dixon bro? I think Netherlands going to sort of win this game easily because they won the group stage like Italy did and I think uh, think for Netherlands so Depay and Gigi Wijnaldum are on such a good form that they're going to completely sort of batter Czech Republic uh, yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. So, easy game for them, to be honest. So, Bishal, bro, what about yeah, yourself? Sorry, yeah, sorry, Bainer, but yeah, Czech Republic is going to lose. Yeah, sorry, Dixia. But, so, I think that game, Netherlands is another team we didn't speak about. I do like them, man, as a team. They, they're solid. And Memphis, as, as Dickie said, Memphis has is, is found his form, I think. And he's playing pretty good. So, I think it'll be comfortable for Netherlands. 2-0 again and the other match Portugal-Belgium obviously my favourites uh, Belgium they'll go through but it's going to be uh, a very so one of us going to lose our prediction by tomorrow yeah one of it's going to be quite interesting uh, uh, match I think that one it's going to be like the it's going to be a lot of goals in, in that match and it'll be 3-1 to Belgium okay that I think this is this might be uh, pick up the match from the round of 16. I think Belgium and Portugal. We have Portugal, a defending champion. I think last time when they won the European Cup in 2016, no one expected them to win the league, win the whole tournament, but they did it. And this time round as well, I think they got yeah, even. I think they got like the best, uh, better team than last time as well. So 
it's going to be a tough game and Belgium are ranked number one as uh, Dixon just mentioned which is it's going to be a very tight uh, midfield battle between Belgium and Portugal because Portugal's midfield is amazing they've got quality players so many players Bruno's on the bench yeah so I think that 23 year old guy Renato Sanchez uh, who 23 and he looked good when he was playing against France and you, France is like a very good team yeah he boosted the team uh, he boosted the midfield to be honest against France remember when he played well last season he was 17 I think he was young yeah. last Euro yeah. and then Bayern Munich bought him he, he, did, he was struggling club, club wise it was his struggles internationally he's played well yeah. and then he got bought by what Swansea he played for yeah. Swansea for a bit he hasn't yeah, had that uh, a good career in terms of club football I think so I think again he's going to be signed by a, a big club after the tournament yeah. it would be good to see but yeah he's a quality player so yeah I think even though uh, for, for me I have to go with Belgium as well because they, the, in terms of firepower they got I think this is the time if they have to win a major tournament I think this is the only maybe last chance I, for my liking because some of the players in the next European Cup is going to be in their early 30s which would be not an ideal time to play or anything and they are all the players are in the, at the peak right now aging team. aging team as well so De Bruyne both um, brothers of Hazard and them lot they are all aging so by the next tournament they will be in their early 30s which, which would not be an ideal so I think this is the time for Belgium if they have to win so I have to go for Belgium a very tight win 2-1 again my favorite prediction what's your for Dixon I think you're going to pick Portugal I reckon uh, yeah. so for me so for me it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a one really close game but I think Portugal is going to just sort of, sort of uh, I think they're going to just sort of edge the game I think it will be 3-2 but Belgium's going to lead first and Portugal's going to sort of get a score the next two goals and and I believe the last goal is going to be from the man himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. Brilliant. So we're going to go for another game now, which is another two games which will be played on Monday. First game is Croatia versus Spain. Spain. Wow. What can I say about Spain? They, since... Assembled. Yeah, it's assembled because since 20, 2012, when they won the uh, last European Cup, every tournament they have entered, they have it's, it's been assembled. They have group been, stage, yeah, yeah, they're out in groups, group stage. They they've been destroyed by Holland in uh, one of the World Cup. I don't can't remember which one was it. They have been in trouble, and even this this tournament, they struggled to win a game uh, until last game where they scored three 0 against some uh, one of the team. I don't know which team was it, but. Problem is Spain's uh, like, like, yeah, yeah. Problem, yeah, yeah. Basically, Spain's have a virus on them. Yeah, the virus is called Alvaro Morata. So he basically ruins the team from the inside out, and and so and and so this is the reason that um, they're gonna lose the game versus Croatia. That's why I think because Alvaro Morata. I mean, he 
he's, he's so bad. I don't know how he's a starting 11 for Spain. He misses a penalty. He cries. He's always offside. I'm oh, sorry, man. I'm having a rant about him. He's always offside for Chelsea. <laughs> 70 million we paid him. He's always crying, crying. And uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be Croatia who's going to just going to so completely batter Spain that game. You know, the thing about Spain is that I, have, I don't follow the international team that much but back in the days when they used to be Javi, Alonso, Javi, them lot they used to have star players but now when I look at the Spain like I was watching the game last time I couldn't recognize any players yeah, apart from few uh, English players like th the way I knew it is because they play in Spain apart from that, uh, sorry, in the Premier League apart from that I didn't realize any players to be honest so I don't know what's going on in the, with this Spain and I totally agree with Dixon. I think they're going to lose this game. So I'm going for Croatia win, Modric to win, uh, score 1-0. And I'll pass it to Bissau, bro. What's his prediction going to be? Yeah, I think Spain is not going to do well, man. They've got, after Iniesta, Javi, that era, Villa, David Villa, it's bad. They haven't replaced them at all. And I don't think they have the capability to even go past group stage again man we're a good manager Luis Enrique but the players are yeah as you said they they're not star players no one fears them there's not they don't have that fear factor anymore so it's going to be quite a I think Croatia is going to do it easily they're going to win this is interesting because we are agreeing with all the prediction apart from the Portugal one where Dixon went for Portugal rather than Belgium so yeah uh, so three uh, win for Croatia from our prediction. So now we're going to the next game, which is France versus Switzerland. We're in Manchester. Oh, we're in Manchester, Manchester now, Manchester. right now. So yeah, between France and Switzerland, I'm going for France. It's, I think it's going to be an easy win. Yeah, uh, yeah, they got they got too many good players in France. Yeah. So they have talented. That's pretty much yeah. all. So I'm going. Favorite player at the moment. I'm going for three nail France and I'll pass it to Dixon Bro now. He's gonna rant about Pok Kante and them lot. Uh yeah, so basically Kante is just Angolo Angolo Kante da 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 Kante da 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 Angolo Angolo Kante Thank you very much. So basically he's saying Kante's gonna score hat trick, so that's fine. Yeah, Kante. <laughs> Um, what about you, Bishal, bro? Mbappe is going to score this game. He's, he's very close. He's getting even closer. But he's going to score this. I think definitely going to score this game. And I'm going to go for 2-0 France. So, yeah, clean house again. Three, three France wins. So, we're going to move to last game, which is going to be played on Tuesday, which is going to be our favourite as well. We're going to leave the England and Germany one for the last one. So, we're going to predict the match before that which is Sweden oh, Sweden and U Ukraine not Sweden Sweden and Ukraine oh, no. I think this is I, the thing is I don't even know which team is good which team is bad so I'm just going for randomly picking Sweden because yeah, I, Sweden. <laughs> no, no goal prediction no, no goal yeah I'm just gonna say Sweden because I don't follow both teams so Sweden, Sweden. has lost a game this Euros Ukraine has lost two games on this Euros so I think Sweden is gonna edge them yeah. Yeah, clean out Sweden. So we're gonna move to our big game, big big game. It's coming home. Uh, yeah, Germany, England. What what can I say? I think the last time we played, 
was in 2010 uh, World Cup where we we were robbed, basically robbed because we were one-one, and Frank Lampard scored an amazing goal from ha- like from the central of the uh, of the ground, and the ball literally went inside and came out, but we didn't have VAR at the time, so basically. That's what actually led to VAR development. Exactly, exactly. So we were robbed. Hopefully this time around, we won't be robbed or anything. Unless Southgate decided to do some uh, dodgy stuff with the uh, lineup, because we need to get our t- lineup correct. And yeah, no, we got the plans to sort of win the game, but yeah, Southgate just does something really bad to the team, and the team performs really bad. Yeah, I think Southgate needs to basically pick the perfect team to play because we're so much better than Germany. It's just yeah, the team formation sort of like so sort of is a bit bad for Southgate. For Southgate, that's what I think. So yeah, I think the team lineup is very important. So it depends on what sort of starting yeah, eleven. Sancho has to start. Yeah, Sancho. Sancho's playing Germany. Like Sancho has to start. Yeah, Sancho has to start, and my heart says England's gonna win two one, but somewhere in my brain he's saying that Germany's gonna do it again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I I can't predict on this one, mate. My heart says England. My brain says Germany. I can't even think. Uh, I think for me, right? Also for me, it's going to be a one-one game, and it's going to go to penalties, and England are going to win on the penalties. That's what I think. They have a very bad because yeah, us yes because like you need to basically get upper hand on the Germans now, and I think this is the time for like get it. So basically, so basically, it's the time for Southgate to do something. And then completely change how we you know, we think about Germany, and it's going to be a uh, it's going to go down to penalties, and I believe that we're going to win on penalties easily. So uh, Dixon is saying uh, England's going to win. Uh, Bissal and myself is saying that we are can't we can't predict this, this one. Yeah, so this is going to be a, a time. So going to with my fingers crossed. I just I hope we go go through at least. Come on, just beat England, uh, Germany and go through and see where we go from there but yeah this is the biggest test so I don't know man. it all depends on what lineup uh, True. Southgate picks and he has to go very offensive for me True. Yeah. just go all out man yeah. just go this is final you know you know it's it's a tournament where you're gonna get knocked out yeah if you're still on the fence and trying to just play safe it's, it's gonna I think backfire and that's going to be the biggest downfall, I think. So just go, go all out and and play and, and then see where, where things take you. Brilliant. So that's it, guys. So our prediction for round of 16 is gone, and le- we will review it after the round of 16 is finished. We will see who is right. I think bo- most of our prediction has been all matched up. Like we pretty much picked the same country to win, apart from the Portugal, Germany, Portugal, and Portugal, and this uh, England game one. So yeah, that's our prediction. And before we sign off, I got one more question for all all, all of the uh, participants of the, our guest members here. So my question is, who do you reckon is going to be the highest goal scorer in this tournament? My uh, prediction is uh, Ronaldo. He already have five goals, and I think he's going to score again. So what's your prediction? So my uh, so my prediction is going to be Lukaku. Uh, but the thing is, uh, 
Botafogo, uh, yeah, so Botafogo, because I want yeah. like, Portugal to be Belgium, so he's a bit tight, but so low key, like a so tiny part of me thinks that Belgium is going to go through and then he's going to be the top scorer, but hopefully uh, it's wrong. That's what I think. Cool. So, how are... exactly the same prediction for me, Lukaku. Lukaku is looking solid, he always plays good uh, when he's playing for Belgium, I think, and because I want Belgium to win the thing, it makes sense that he goes all the way through and he becomes a top scorer, I think. There's a very big chance that that's going to happen. You know what? I changed my mind again. <laughs> I forgot about Lukaku. I was so into Ronaldo of, because of his, the you way he plays. Immobile, man. No, no, no. I think I'll, I'll go for Lukaku as well. He looks in form. So yeah, that's it, guys. So thank you so much. So any any last word? Any last yeah. words? Yeah, uh, yeah. So Ronaldo's got five goals at the moment, and then Czech Republic Sicic's got three, and some dude from Sweden's got three. Uh, Romil Romil Lukaku's got three, so he's just two behind Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think this game between uh, Portugal and Belgium is. Uh, Basically, one of them are going to be the top scorer, and they're going to go win. So, so, so my prediction is going to be either Belgium is going to win or Portugal is going to win. But my heart and my mind says Portugal. See? Cool. Any last word, Bishal, bro? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. We're just going to see. We're going to review again next round, anyway. Yeah. Until then, thank you very much, and thank you, Sean, for hosting again. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Signing off, and have a good tournament, guys. Enjoy the tournament. Cheers.